And then the cop gave up and I'm so fired up. I turn around, I'm like, come on, come on. Like, let's go. This was supposed to be difficult. The stages of growing cannabis is unbelievable. And then I got accused of being Hitler. I'm literally in the bushes and I hear this naked guy out in the street screaming at the cops that he's the gingerbread man. I think I totally (laughs) missed out in that moment when I should have just clocked you. I think I'd slapped you instead. Ryan Cook. Yes. How many soccer games did you watch in the past couple weeks there, buddy? Uh, all of them. No. That's a lot. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Right. Yeah. I had. I was on vacation. I didn't have time. There's gotcha. that. Yeah. You didn't have time. You're on vacation. You have the most time. No. You, not the kind of vacation I took. Johnny, you're a big soccer fan. I know you are. <laughs> I do love. You, I do love it. Did you watch the World Cup? I did. Can I tell you what? Can I tell you what this butthole did? He, I, we were talking about the World Cup like the week before it started, and he was and these guys were pot fired up. I was fired up too, and we were like, "What?" Are, we were talking about like our plans, like, "What are we gonna do for the World Cup?" All right, and like, and I'm like, "Well, I mean, like, let's watch it at the house. Like, we'll you know do it up. We'll do food and stuff." And then they're like, "Yeah, like first game at the house. Second game, we'll go to this like bar. We'll make like a big deal of it. And then like third game, we're going to DC. Butthole here. And this was yeah, <laughs> this and, yeah. And this was right. before this was before we'd seen a game. And like last time, US didn't even make the World Cup. So I was like. Tone it down, fellas. Like, before we just plan a trip to D.C., like, let's just see if we can score a goal. And then I got accused of being Hitler practically by this guy being like, what do you mean you're not ready to, like, how are you not ready to bleed red, white, and blue for this? And then how many games did you watch? Zero. Yeah, so. Zero games on Zero vacation. Games on vacation. Yeah. We're at Disney World. Didn't really have time to like stop and watch ta- World Cup. He was talking about like, oh man, like fanship. Fanship in America is a big deal. Like soccer, soccer's only opening up. It's yeah, coming up. And like, what I said he was, didn't watch the game. What I said was, there's soccer culture in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's soccer and, culture at my mom. Like, my mom watched six six year olds play soccer. There's not soccer culture in the U.S. <laughs> there's not. Listen, from the early '90s to now, soccer has come a long ways. I played soccer in high school. I got made fun of. It was horrible. Soccer now, you're cool. It's competitive. It's come a long ways, but it's like, it's not, I mean, like, it's not football. It's small. Listen. Right? Like, it's XFL big. Right? You go to Austin right now, you go to the stadiums, it is packed out, yeah. sold out. Right. That in a small stadium. Years ago. In a small stadium, though. Right. Well, Have you seen an Alabama sport. football game? Yeah, that's <laughs> packed out. That's what oh, packed out is. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, I just didn't want to let you get back in this chair after you fell off that roof and uh, broke your back without telling you that you suck. Do you want to apologize? To do you want to apologize to the U.S. soccer team? I don't. I Does don't. It- do better next time. <laughs> wow. Do All we right. know who's in the finals? Anyone? No, I've totally fell no, off. I, the, yeah, the yeah. U.S. stopped. U.S. Yeah, we're done. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's start it. I'm let's glad we don't show. have to care about soccer anymore. Yeah. For four years. <laughs> right. Four yeah, years. four more years. We'll yeah. bring you right back. And then it's here. Coming to you live from a Herschel Walker mumble, or is it a fumble? This is. Hey Ryan, let's say hi to everybody. Johnny, there's a a big logo in front of me and Ryan. Yeah, but we like a logo on the screen. It's right there. Like right now, I I can give everybody the bird, but they can't see. Yeah. And I'm good. Yeah, you're no like people can see you now, but now everybody can see. Guys, I'm so. I'm so fired up, guys. Me too, dude. Like, we have uh, royalty from the town that we live in sitting with us today. We got Johnny Adams in the house, living legend, oh. bro, and like, living legend, oh. bro. And like, we have a we have a total of like ten people that are tuning in the podcast every week at this I point. But like, That's all we got to do is post like that. Johnny's here from college, and uh, at like we'll get a few hundred people going like, what, what, what? Wait, wait, what's going on? Yeah, right, if wait. we post that on our personal Facebooks. There's, there's so much to dive into, right? Like there's, there's so many places that we can go. Uh, just for, for everybody who doesn't know, like John is one of all of our best friends from college and you were the ringleader. Like you were the guy in college that really was like, Hey, if we're doing something crazy, like, uh, like, Hey, I hit a deer. I've got it in the, in the back of my Buick. You know what no, I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Let me hit, let me tell you the best Johnny Adams story from like to, to start it off. This is kind of like us. Like, this is me like really good understanding of who you are. This is my first Johnny Adams story. So we, uh, we decided that, um, we were bored and that to, to not be bored anymore, we would go do hood slides on cop cars, like Dukes of Hazard style. 
And so like, uh, there's this, there's this bell on campus that I don't even know if you remember this cause your life's so wild, but there's this bell on campus that you can like ring. And if you ring it, like the cops show up cause you're not supposed to go anywhere near the bell. At least, at least not after like 10 PM. Right. Curfew. Yeah. <laughs> cause yeah. Cause, cause we went to the world's largest Christian university. So anyway, like we, we go out there and we, there's like, there's like six of us and we're all hiding in the bushes around the bell. And then like me and Johnny jump in and we, it's a big bell. So it takes two people to make it ring. So we're like, start, I'm swinging it. And then he gets the little dongle that hangs out of the bottom and he finally starts ringing the bell. A dongle? Yeah, I don't is know. that what it's called? Dang, it dangles. A, I think it's called a, a bell ringer. A dongle, bro. You just said the dongle that yeah, hangs. I mean, down. I don't know. So <laughs> the yeah, rope. So like I said, rope. so like I said, Johnny's got the his hands dongle. on. Yeah, Johnny's got his hands on a dongle, and uh, we're ringing this bell, Double and then hand. and then the cops show up, and like that's when I like dive back into the bushes, right? Because we were like, okay, like cops are here. Johnny, on the other hand runs out in front of the bell, pulls down his pants, puts his hand on his hip and his arm in the air. And he says, can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. And then every- mind you, I then for at least a half hour of my life evaded the yeah. LU police. Department. Right. Yeah. That, then the game was evade the cops. Can I tell you like at that moment, what do you- I'm hiding in the bushes, right? Like in my <laughs> whole life up until that moment, my whole life has been, like, I don't want to create waves. I don't want to get in trouble. But I had I had just moved in with you guys like three months prior because Will had spent a whole semester with you, you know? Yeah. And I just moved in with you guys a couple months before. And I had been I'd been watching you, you know, and I'd been seeing like that guy is free. You know what I mean? Like he's got something in my life that I don't have, mm. you know? And it was in that and you invited you guys invited me to go out with you that night and my whole life I had been going like I'm just don't want to be in trouble like that and you guys I know you're going for trouble you know yeah and but I decided to go because like I needed to get a taste of like like I just wanted to know I I wanted to understand the freedom that you had better you know and then I'm literally in the bushes and I hear this naked guy out in the street screaming at the cops that he's the gingerbread man and it, it in every moment of my life moving up to that point, oh, like it's, it's literally, it's a turning point in my life, which is kind of ridiculous it to is say, ridiculous, but, but, but it is dude. It is yeah, because like yeah. in every moment of my life, that would be when I come out and I go like, listen, I'm good with adults. You know, like he's sorry. He didn't know, you know, like, and yeah, I'm yeah. sorry too. And that's when I just made Don't the worry, decision of it like, better. it was the first time in my life that I made the decision. Like no matter what happens, no matter what craziness is about to unfold, I'm going to make this work. I'm not going to fail right now, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I run out and I'm charged up like, cause you know, there was a couple cops there that came up because this campus police don't have anything better to do than chase the guy's ring the bell. Right. But to me at the moment, it was a big deal, you know? And I run out and I, there's this police officer starts chasing after me and I go like, I'm, you know, I ran track in high school and I still had a little bit of that cardio left. So I made it 200 yards down the road, you know, and then the cop gave up and I'm so fired up. I turn around, I'm like, come on, come on. Like, let's go. This was supposed to be difficult. You know, the, the non-troublemaker. And it was, it was the first time in my life that I realized like you can really make it. I mean, it's a ridiculous way to do it. Like I hope my son and my daughter don't do it the same way. You know what I mean? But I I, it was, a, it was the first time in my life that they were like, that I was like, Oh, like, you can make your life what you want it to be. You know, like I honestly, bro, I owe a lot of my life. A lot of the freedom, a lot of good I have have in my life is like those semesters together where I learned about like, this is what it is to be free. Wow. Yeah. So oh. thanks, bro. I love hey, you, man. That's, yeah, we're that's glad you're powerful here. right there. But so like you're to fa- fast forward though, cause we yes. definitely, we got a lot of questions. We haven't seen you in like a little over a decade. And uh, how ironic. Yeah. You've been living yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. Woo. What were you doing out in Hawaii? I'm not sure actually. <laughs> What do you mean you're not sure? How did you well, end up? Right. You know you're so, doing. No, no, so you, I, you I were you were a groundskeeper in well, like I, at, at the campus, and yeah, then you moved to Hawaii. Yeah, How I, did that happen? So a, a wild turn of events. Here I am, groundskeeper, Liberty University, many years, free tuition, kind of just one foot in of trying to get a degree, one foot in to like. Let's have a good time. And just the full Van Wilder story, by the way. Like oh, eight years oh, of yeah. college. Oh yeah, driving around. Lots on the mower. of lots of pretty <laughs> blonde like, girls. You running literally around. had oh, you God. literally had a golf cart. Like I, I would buy. show up to yeah. class smelling like gasoline, and people, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh yeah, I just I just got off work. You know? I was just I was just mowing the right. You know the I just the mowed Jerry the quad, Falwell's, right. uh, office up there. Right. And uh, yeah, no. So after after Liberty. Uh, I lost, I lost one of my pets, man. And it, it, it was hard. Uh, that was in 2012. Whoa. Oh, cheap chair. Wow. That was, yeah, it's scary. not a high, it's not a million dollar studio. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, but, uh, that, that kind of, it rocked my world in such a way where 
I had to have a change. Yeah. And I went back to Massachusetts. Naturally, that's where I'm from. A lot of families back there. I was super bummed about losing the dog. And uh, a friend of mine said, let's go to Hawaii. Let's go surf. We've always wanted to go there. I had surfed a handful of times. And uh, next thing you know, we're on a plane to Hawaii. Uh, about two and a half weeks later, no joke, this is on the on the Bible. True story. Uh, I was with my good buddy. You guys know John Pardine? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he worked for the airlines. That's kind of how we got out there. And I'm, the night before, we're at this hostel up in Kona, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, this place is special. There's something about this place. I vibe with it. It feels good, but I don't think I can make it happen. And he, no, dude, you, what are you, what are you going to do for work? Where are you going to go? I don't, I don't know. We, I talked about it, and I'm in a hostel in Kona on the north side of Hawaii, right in the Big Island. Of course, everyone I talked to, dude, you should stay. You should stay. Just quit your job. I, well, you know, I don't know. Next morning, I'm at the bus stop, have my backpack on. Bus shows up, doors open. I freeze. I look at John. Hey, man, have a good trip. I'm staying. That's awesome. And he's wow. like, dude, are you are you serious? Like, you're going to say, what, what are you going to do? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I, I literally said, no, I'm going to go talk to auntie back in, you know, that's what you say, like uh, uh, uncle, auntie. Right. Kind of yeah. thing. It's like uh, sir and ma'am in right. Hawaii. But I was like, I'll just go talk to auntie and see if she has a job for me. So I, I go, I literally just walk right back to the hostel. Hey, you know, I think I want to say a little. Do you have anything I can do? You can wash the sheets, you know, she'd give me all these things, rake the front yard. I stayed there for like 30 days. Met this crew, went to Kauai. It's the farthest westerly island in Hawaii. And uh, I've been there for 10 years. Yeah. Here I am. So, on like, a podcast in the 434. Yeah. So, before we, <laughs> uh, we skipped some Who stuff, we skipped some, we skipped some stuff there, right? So, like, uh, oh, we skipped a lot, but that was like, you know, cliff notes. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. Yeah. But let's, let's dive into those. I know one of the big ones um, is uh, you became quite the farmer while you were there, right? I did. I did. I, I actually still, uh, it's too bad. Amazon Cloud just uh, discontinued their cameras. Amazon Cloud. Do you know this, by the way? No, no. Tell me about it. So I actually have cameras on my marijuana farm. Oh. In Hawaii. By the way, it's legal. Right. Uh, totally fine. Up and up. So here's, Entrepreneur. Th- yeah. So this is kind of a wild story. Yeah, man. Story. It so, is. It's 2023 everywhere. So. <laughs> well, I guess in a month. When I was in Hawaii, I was living out of my truck. So we can kind of, we can go back to where we started just yeah. a minute ago. Right. Yeah. Right. I was living out of my truck, kind of doing my own thing. Um. And finally, after about six months of living in a truck, which was cool because, you know, Hawaii, they have public showers, public restrooms. The days and nights are never too freezing. Um, I would just go shower like at the public showers before work. I would have my employees at work kind of up in the balcony because I worked on the beaches and stuff. I'm running up from the surf, going into shower. And we had this crazy manager that would make me shave. Little did she know I don't have a home. So I'm like, holding this glass mirror up in the parking lot, shaving, because my manager says, oh, it's too scruffy. Yeah. Ironic, right? It's before my beard. <laughs> um, and and then, you know, it was just something clicked with me, and I said, all right, I, I can't just keep living out of a car anymore. So this old guy, 68 years old, was like, oh, he worked at the Hyatt. We worked together. He's like, oh, man, I got a place. I've been there 50 years. You could move in. I'm thinking to myself, I am not moving in. This old guy is kind of mean. He's kind of grumpy. This house, when I went to it, was wild. This dude grew butterflies. The Kauai butterfly supply. This dude had a whole room of butterflies in, you know, like frames and in bookshelves. Okay. It was weird. Yeah. There was books everywhere. Yeah. Let me ask you, why did why did a 68-year-old dude go like, Hey, 20 something year old dude, you want to come kick it with me for a while? That's a great question. Now, the, the guy I was living with at the time was a chef also in the Hyatt. Now he was super young. He was the youngest chef that worked at the Hyatt. Well, we were actually getting kicked out of our current apartment for growing cannabis. Ironically, ironically, ironically. (laughs) Well, he was going back to Minnesota and they were chefs and he said, Oh, I know this guy who needs a place. Well, this old man comes along and I'm thinking this is the weirdest situation of my entire life. So when I go there, I say, hey, you know, I, I appreciate it. I'll be here for about a month and then I think I'll just kind of continue my way. 
you know, I'll find a new place to live. I really appreciate this opportunity you're giving me. Well, a month goes by. My dog and I were cruising there. And I just started like vibing with this weird old stranger. Who butterfly I, man. The butterfly man of all people. <laughs> Here I am having these conversations where we're connecting until he is an introvert. I am an extrovert. He is into books. I am into surfing. But somehow we have this middle connection of like we get each other. Like I help him come out of his shell. He kind of helped calm me down. That's so wild. And I never met this man before yeah. in my life. Yeah, right? like 68 years old. That, and he's that old, dude. He's yeah. in his ways. He's older than my father. Right. So what, what was it about you that he, you know, like he's a stat, like you're, a stat, were, you're were essentially you, a homeless guy. Yeah. Right? Like where you just like, Hey man, you want to go run from the cops? Right. What was it about your relationship with him where he was like, Oh, cause like so many people like, are just like, I mean, is he just trying to do you? Like, what's the, what's the deal? Right. But like, right, it wasn't right. that. So like, no, no. what, why was he like, no dude, I'm like, you, you know what I think, well, dude? What made your f- friendship so genuine for it was, him? It was that he was actually, like, they were doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Only fans. So, right. uh, I'll send you the link later. It's, we'll be right here. Is that what you do? Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Just right. <laughs> What was All it? Right. Yeah, what was it? Okay, truly, I, it was authenticity of two biased parties who don't know each other being completely authentic with each other. He just could trust zero you. Zero judgment. Yeah. And I could trust him. We could say whatever we wanted to say, He's 68 years old. Do you think I'm his, we're friends? Like his friends are going to hear what I say. Anything I say to him is not going to get back to, they call it coconut wireless in Hawaii. Yeah. It's faster than social media. Literally. It's like what they call it. Wow. Because I can say Will farted during this podcast and And I'll tell you. The other side of the island will know. We'll get out of this thing, go get a beer at the bar and they'll be like, bro. I can't believe you farted on the podcast. <laughs> and you're like, how did you know that? We didn't even post anything. Yeah. Oh, well, Johnny said something to Kyle and he right. said something to homie and boom. And it, it was weird, dude. We had this connection and he said to me when I moved in, he goes, Johnny, look at me like I am your grandparent, but with no strings attached. And I thought, that sounds really nice. Because awesome. you know, you're around your grandparents and oh, sometimes yeah. you got to mind your P's and Q's. You're buttoned up. But you love them because they, they're just gentle and right, kind yeah. and they and they have good food and their yeah. house is cool. And that's kind of like how it was, man. So I'll tell you though, that ability to be yourself, like it's huge. And, like and, and also like just to like to tell people like it is, like I've seen so much success in my life from that. Like yeah. I've I've landed like I've landed business deals where like the guy just told me he's like, I just I just knew you weren't bullshitting me because I because you were yeah, you yeah, told yeah. me I was wrong about that one thing, and, and so were, I and, and like so I trusted it. you, yeah. yeah. And it's amazing how just so many people don't get like if you just like actually say what you think, like you're so much people are so much more drawn to you, right. to, like that, and drawn to authentic relationships than not. So it's why it's weird and awkward and fun and dope that you struck that with a 68 year old dude who hooked up a place for you to live in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. But and, and here it's we are. why it's why yeah. I got into podcasting a little bit. Like uh, I kind of fell in love with podcasts right when like it was the height of COVID, where it was like you couldn't you just couldn't trust everything had a motive. You could, yeah, you had no idea right. what was going. There was so much insecurity in the world. So like. That I, but I just like all of a sudden I'm like, man, I just need something happy. You know what I mean? Like I need something good. And I put, I pull up, uh, I'm what, like, I just look like, well, who's a comedian? Like, I just want them funny. So who's a comedian on Netflix? And I find Tom Segura, right? And it turns out like that's one of the, he's like great, one of the biggest comedian. podcasters in the world, phenomenal comedian. Yeah. But they just talk inside baseball. He's talking with his best friend and it's completely authentic. And I'm like, finally, like it's literally what yeah, got to the point where they're like talking about like masturbating and stuff like that. And you're right. just like, and you're like, <laughs> I can trust you because right. you're saying things that people don't say. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and honestly too, like that's kind of part of our, that, that's why I fell in love with you, with you guys, you know, like in the, like, Will, we were on the outs going into college, right. you know what I mean? But then the, the group of guys that we all had to click with, like we were kind of, you know, like it was kind of a party crowd and we were at like a Christian school, you know, but we were, we just all knew the worst things about each other. When everybody else at the Christian school was going like, Hey, like they were putting up this facade and it's like, I can't trust that. Like, I don't know if you actually like me cause I don't know who you are, but when we knew the worst of each other, we were like, like, okay, like, well, right. We, I knew we could still like each other, still love each other. And I knew I could trust you because like, yeah. I knew what you were like, you didn't care yeah. what I thought about what you it's said. It's crazy that, you know, it's like, it's what drinking does. Like it's the purpose of drinking is like, you're showing somebody like I'm, I'm showing you, like I'm putting my guard down right now. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm my inhibitions are lower, Gentlemen, you know? And cheers. so, and I'm, I'm comfortable doing that around you. 
You know, so yeah, that's, I don't know. That's interesting. Okay. But like, that's enough of the lovey dovey right. stuff. John, John, I got a question. I, and I think this is a good one. Like one of the things I've always heard about, cause one, and I, I'm, I'm curious too, like, did you face this when you were there? Like the people that live in Hawaii don't really love when like somebody else moves there. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially like, I know you surfed a lot of the time out there. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. definitely don't like you, like finding the secret spots and hitting the good waves. No, man. Is it, is that one, is it true? And two, did you like have any conflict with that when you were out there? You know, it is true. And here it's, oh, man, it's so, it's such a like thin line of understanding this completely because you, you show up and you're known as a Howley. It's a, it, it, the original translation of Howley is a foreigner, but over the years and, you know, just because of all the Howleys also known as white people that came to Hawaii. So the, the missionaries, this is kind of how the whole thing happened is the missionaries went to Hawaii. They came there to like bring medicine and, you know, it, essentially we kind of stole their land in a way. Right. Right. Um, and there's so much more to it, but essentially this happened. And if we were from there, I get it. I would be kind of upset through the ancestry and discovering like what happened to our islands. It, it would, it would irritate me a little bit. You show up there now as a Howley, as a white person, I have been there myself and wanted to smack some of these tourists going up to monk seals on the beach and you know, Oh my gosh. You're like, you don't touch the wildlife, you know, you don't touch the turtles and you have these total kooks or howlies from California, from any, all over the mainland, super rich with money and just ignorant to where you are at. Like it is, it is a sacred, beautiful place. Yeah. And my, and myself included when I first got there, it's kind of like, you don't understand how this beautiful land operates. So here you are, you get off the plane and you got your surfboard. You've maybe surfed a handful of waves on the East coast and in, in, the mainland. Oh my gosh. That had to be so intimidating. I mean, like, cause those, those waves, like people, they're known for being like territorial on waves. When I say they, like just the surfers, like the pro surfers right, right. in Hawaii, Not like just. It's, 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 it's known as like a dog eat dog. Right. Like don't surf here guy. So yeah, yeah. like, is it kind of a pecking order or it a hundred percent, man, you know, I, I show up there, you know, first day, got my new board, you know, I paddle out to the most known spot. You know, I'm not going to so what's it called again? This place is just called wild high. Okay. And it's just like your basic beach break, tourist break. Here you are surfing. There's hundreds of people around. If you're a true badass surfer, you're not surfing at wild high, right? It's that kind of place yeah. in Hawaii. Right. I go out here. I guess I burned an uncle, which, you know, older Hawaiian guy. I don't know what I'm doing, mm -hmm. but I'm in a spot where I'm, you know, I see all these other people just bailing and being kooks and whatever. And next thing you know, I am surrounded by four brothers ready to give me some lickings, bro. No joke. Bam. Poo. Side of the head. The beast is started beating you up. Bro. Throwing bones at the most public, basic surf spot in Hawaii, guy. Wow. How long have you been there at this point? Three months. <laughs> <laughs> Three months. Yeah. Was that your first fight in Hawaii? No. Uh, yeah. Well, first time I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm so howly. I don't even know I'm howly. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't even know what's going on. They're like, what are you doing here, bro? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm just, I'm learning how to surf. They're like, yeah, no kidding. You're learning how to surf. Like, <laughs> get out of here, bro. And you're just kind of like, I don't understand what's happening. Right? Right. But then you start immersing yourself amongst the locals and you start learning about the culture and you start understanding, okay, wow. Like as white people, we really kind of messed it up over here. You know, like it's, I get it, but I'm not that average howly person coming off the plane. That's just going to slap the monk seal and drop in on every uncle trying to catch a wave. And that's where it gets tricky. Cause you know, I lived there 10 years and on the South side, you get to know the locals. I have so many good local friends. Uh -huh. I love them. I take a bullet for them, but then, and they, and they respect me and they help me out. But then I go up to the North shore. I live on the South side and it's like, I just got off the plane, dude. And I'm trying to be respectful and I'm trying to just like keep my head down. Now you guys all know me. Right. Like, I yeah. You're not very good at keeping your head I'm down. I'm not <laughs> good at keeping my head down. 
Hence my biggest issues. Like, oh, what guy? You like you like a scrap? Oh, oh, he's dropping on my way, boy. And you're like, oh, what'd you say to me, bro? Right. And next thing you know, <laughs> you know, most are, all the howlies are gonna be like, oh god, like, right? Check, please. Right. Like, and I'm like, what's up? Right. Stupid, right? Because right. it's like, dude, know your spot. There's right. a pecking order. We sure. just talked about it. Yeah. And I don't. I think I'm at the pecking order. No, I'm here, but I think I'm here. Like you got to respect and even it's, it's hard to, it's cultural intelligence, right? Like, it's it, just exactly. like, like or it's not, it's not right? howlies and natives. It's not, it's, it's not like white people and other things. Like, it's really just about like when you, I, I just like right now world cup, right? You see people going to the world cup and they're just like, Oh, I want to wave whatever flag, or I want to dress however I want to dress, or I should be able to do whatever I want right, to do. Right. And it's like, no, when you go to a place Respect it, regardless bro. of whether or not you agree with their culture, you need to show respect. You're a guest in their home. Right. And that's something that I think is kind of lost in like, especially like American culture especially right now. Hawaii, a- yeah. Americans walk around and they feel like, oh, like we're, th- th- you've been told your whole life, like, oh, this is the best country in the whole world. It is. And I, I mean, I, yeah, I believe that, you know, America. like I, I'm very proud of where I come from. Same. I love it Me here too, in the United man. States, yeah. but I'm also, yeah. I, I also know that when I travel abroad, I need to, I'm a guest in someone's home right. and, and being a good representative of the United States is that. So like, if I go to Qatar, and we suck at that. If, I agree with you on a that. A thousand percent. If I go to, if I go to Qatar, I'm going to, dress the way I'm supposed to dress when I go to a soccer game. You know what I mean? If I, if I'm going to go surf in Hawaii, I'm going to respect the fact that like, Hey, there's a whole culture here. Like it, it's not even about Hawaii. It's just like in that little community, like there's a culture of people who are like, this is what we right. do. You're yeah, coming the 15 people world. that go surf that way. Right. Like you they know re- how that's supposed to go. You need to respect that. And there's a way to come into it. And there's a way to go out of that. And learning to do that well is good. Yeah, you know important. what I mean? Anyway. And, and it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't oh, yeah. do a good job. At so it. did so you like, eventually ho- get there though? Hawaii? I, I apologize. Did you get there though? To where I, you kind of earn the respect of listen, people? I don't think you can ever get there, to be honest with you. Really? I mean, I, you know, at least not someone in my position. I, 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 I just have understood the culture so much now that if I literally said to you, oh yeah, you can get there. Like it would disrespect, it'd be disrespectful. Like yeah. truly, that's how I feel, man. Yeah. Um, And I get it though. Like, yeah. but I also just, if I just wish just like so many people here that misjudge a book based on its cover. And that's exactly what it is. Cause right. I, I've had a handful of locals after hating me, they have no choice but to get to know me because we work together at the biggest hotel on the Island. There's only 70,000 people over half our football stadiums host one and a half of my Island's total populations, not my Island. Hawaii's see what I mean yeah, even just right. saying that I'm like whoa whoa, whoa. Yeah. I shouldn't be saying that it's, yeah. it's kind of wild how ingrained like, in you it got for sure dude I, I love that place and it yeah. is a special place and um uh, maybe I'll go back there someday, but you know, I, it, I think that'd be good, man. Cause like, I'm always like, I've always thought like, so for like, for anybody that doesn't know, like you were like, you're a big personality, like, and yeah. like, like and that's the clash. Right. With Hawaii, and, right. Like you get right. Yeah. There's a clash there in yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and like you, you like, there was, there's plenty of bar fights. There's plenty of like roaming around. There's plenty of like, wow, that was a bunch of trouble for no reason other than it was kind of fun. Like, you yeah, know, so a yeah, lot of that. And, exactly. and, and, you know, as you're, as we're all like getting older, like I'm like, I'm watching you and, and it's like one of your best friends. I'm going like, I'm going like, he's got to find some space. Like yeah. he's, I don't want him to change. He's magic. Like, I don't want him to be, I don't want him to be different than what he is, but he needs some space to do it. And like, when I think about like somebody with a personality, like yours going up to Boston, like where you're from, I'm like, so you end up in jail, <laughs> you know, yeah, no. but like, I always, I always like whenever, when we made the decision to go to Hawaii, I always thought it made so much sense. Cause I was like, he's got space to like be himself right. and like, yeah. he can like get outside. It's like a little kid getting the energy out, you know? Right, and like, right. you have all this beautiful, serene, majestic, like, uh, uh, what did you say earlier? Like, well, like Holy space, yeah, yeah. you know, right. like to, to, to have all that good energy coming in. And I always thought it was super good. So I'd love to and, see you get back there and a pop farm. Right, yeah, oh, we keep yeah. skipping yeah, we, the pot. So, I yeah, want to dive into that so hard. I keep forgetting it's legal here in Virginia, by the way. Virginia, I'm proud of you. Mahalo. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a whole bunch of Nah, nah, nah. Just so, kidding, mom. No, this, my mom's not going to say this. Yeah, so I, I mean, nah, 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 okay, nah. Let's, I love you, mom. let's start. You had a pot farm. Um, it was like, what I, from what I could tell, it was pretty. Oh, like, I, yeah. Like, you love talking about weed. Talk about it. Like, I love, I love weed. 
I love weed, man. Uh, it's funny. I was gonna sh- the whole Amazon thing. They they discontinued right. their cameras, so you can't and those see your are farm anymore. Cameras. On December second, they discontinued the cameras. I'd pull it up right now and show you my pot farm. I have cameras all over the place, and now apparently they discontinued. So how many plants were you growing? Uh, I I am currently still uh, hey not was yeah let's talk about 30, 30 gallon pots of cannabis gotcha and, and what's ha- ironic is, is that a 30 gallon like i know nothing so 30 gallon pot that's one plant that's one plant and it's like six eight feet tall uh give or take it depends on the season and the strain uh-huh so, how long is the season uh before or after summer solstice dude i love hearing people i love i love well well like are we talking here before or after summer solstice like the, Within a few days of the harvest moon? Yeah, no, no, for real. So they're, yes, it's crazy, dude. I know, whatever, you guys laugh, but it's that. No, I like, we're laughing because we enjoy it so much. Like, like, I have a moon watch. It's a full moon right now. How's that, yo? Isn't that funny? Look at that. Look at full that. Moon. It's full. Okay, so, I, so yeah, let's talk about it. It's a little entrepreneurial, right? So, right, like, right, right. How often, on the average, I forget the harvest moon or whatever, but just like, how often is a crop turnover for you? Um, for me with what we grow, I'd say about every four months. And then a 30, a 30, uh, pot deal like operation every four months. What's the yield on that? Like how many ounces of marijuana is that putting out on? Um, I don't know ounces, but I know pounds. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. Like, Couple, a couple. I mean, you know the laws about this better than we do, but I'm pretty sure you're good to say that now. Right. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a couple. Yeah, yeah. so like you know, two pounds around there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then what's the what's the market value of that? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. <laughs> All right. No, no. Well, like I genuinely like the market value. I mean, you're like forty five hundred a pound. Yeah. Ish. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, and that's like. That's cheap. Right. Yeah. You're li- but right. But you're living, you're living cheap in Hawaii. Like, yeah, yeah. What does it cost you to run the farm? Well, that's the beautiful thing. So, um, we kind of got off track with the whole relationship I had with the, the old man, Dave, yeah. uh-huh. the guy I met, the 68 year old. Um, he is a botanist for the Kauai Botanical Let's Gardens. Go. Wow. Let's go. Well, think of Jesse Pinkman and Walter White, but <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Such funny, a right? beautiful <laughs> analogy, this, man. Here's this. You're here's so this Jesse Pinkman. Oh, right, dude? And here's it, this old guy who's like just getting to that stage in like, his life. What am I going to do now? And you just fell off of a roof running from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never catch me. And um, so he actually did orchids. And he was really good at it. Yeah. Uh, the botanical gardens sends him. In fact, in my backyard right now, I'm not. I almost just said my whole address, which would have been really. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. But at my address bleep in, it out. in Hawaii, yeah, I was like bleep bleep bleep. Um, at my address in Hawaii, we can bleep this part out, right? Okay, yeah, we'll cool. we'll get rid of any talk of what Anyways, where that is. Um, yeah. Uh, what was that? What were we saying? We were talking. I got about, so nervous about my address. Uh, first of all, uh, you'll have final approval on the podcast, so don't yeah, worry. No, no. I, uh, second of all, we were talking. You asked. Oh, oh no, the, the old man Dave. Thing. Right? Yes, yeah, so the old man yeah, Dave. Yeah, he's yeah. a botanist. He's got orchids. Yeah, in, yeah you got an organ in your backyard. Yeah. So uh, the old man, he was, uh, uh, you know, worked for the botanical gardens. Was a botanist raising some of the most beautiful, rarest orchids in Hawaii, and in our backyard, we host right now in this very moment some of the extinct plants in our entire world. And we have them in our backyard, like wow. four of them. Wow. The wow. botanical gardens have given him some of the seeds saying, Hey, we need your help to grow these. Well, you know, my first year I grow in, I get kicked out of my first place for growing cannabis, which shouldn't have been, it was legal. I talked to the landlords about it. Yeah. They said they were doing renovations. I find out it was because of that. So I meet this botanist and move in with him and I start kind of picking his brain. And he starts watching me grow cannabis, which the stages of growing cannabis is unbelievable. It is so fun and so beautiful to watch. This thing grows into this alien bush and it smells like fruity pebbles and it just looks good and you just want to <laughs> sleep with it. And this, okay, so think about it as a botanist, you're yeah. looking at this thing like, oh my. 
It looks like this, and then in you look like Walter White looking at some freaking meth. That's right. what I'm saying. You're like it's 99.9 percent pure. It's crazy, right? <laughs> so he gets super into it, and I say, Dave, help help me figure this out because I wasn't a great cannabis grower, right? Okay, I was, you know, I'm totally heavy enthusiast, but yeah, yeah, yeah not, but not I, I'm not growing a farmer it. Yet. It's like like I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm. I mean, it was a legit operate. I mean, just like from the Instagram post, like it was right, like right. No, full greenhouse. Like I mean, yeah, like, just yeah. to paint the picture for for anybody listening, like I mean, it was. It was impressive. Yeah. Like, I mean, I got cameras on it, so right. Right. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But the neighbors have all been cool. Everything's been good. And, um, you know, he helps me. And next thing you know, he starts teaching me how we're going to create our own cannabis by developing and keeping one of the male plants, which you never do. And we take that male plant and we bring it to the farm. And then we keep our female plants where they are. Now, when the female plants start to come into their fertilization states, we go to the male farm. We take paintbrushes, pollinate, take their pollen, put it in a tinfoil, take the tinfoil back to the farm very carefully because any spreading could just... That's how you get seeds in cannabis is because the male plants are mixing with the female plants. But right, if yeah. you want those plants that you love before you have the clones, you can take this paintbrush painted on the female stems, then tinfoil that spot, you just paint brush the female or the male pollen onto the female, and you will then get the seeds of that plant that you love. Then you can plant that seed, take that other seed. Ever watch Pineapple Express? If you take this and this and they, you know. <laughs> I do the old. Yeah. You would get this. Well, we were actually doing that with botany. Wow. We were creating strains. Yeah. And we're like, what do we want to call this? One of our favorites was Kaloa Turpentine. Oh, there oh. yeah. It's a town we lived in, Kaloa, and it's like the best. We Is know. so yeah. like you know, you were you drop out of college, you move to Boston. It's not going great. You you end up in Hawaii. You've got you you're about to get on the bus to take the flight back. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, "No, dude, I'm staying." Yeah, and that, and and you're you don't have a dollar to your name. You're living in a truck. You've got now. You meet a best friend. Like you meet a guy. He's 68. You find a 68. Your best friend. You're Jesse Pinkman. He's Walter White. He's he's a leading botanist in the country. He's like kind of a quiet, odd dude, but you guys respect each other just because of the honesty. He's teaching you a trade. Is that? Is that point when you're like painting, you're painting pollen onto stems of marijuana plants? Like, is that like you're, you're living in a house, like you got a good roommate, a buddy you can trust. Is that like the height of like, yeah, dude, like I'm, I'm surfing waves. I'm getting a little bit of respect from the locals as much as I'm going to get. I'm growing, I'm, I'm, I love what I'm doing. I'm making a little scratch. Yeah. Is that the height of, of Hawaii for you? Like, are you, you're living a good life? You know, I thought it was like, truly. Yeah. I really did. I, I, I'm there. I'm working. 25, 30 hours a week. I don't have to worry about anything. Surfing, surfing a ton. all day. Hiking a ton. I'm barely working at night. I'm doing kind of like everything you would want to do. Mm -hmm. And yet I come to this crossroad 10 years later and I don't know what I want to do. Right now, right. today. Today. Yeah. I, you guys know where I'm at today. Yeah. Tell you us. Know, I mean, tell us about it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> You know, four days ago, I I just moved out of my house. Where yeah, so let me let me just like get you there, yeah, like yeah. so that you don't have to go all the way through. Like Johnny just came Cliff off of a, Johnny met a girl, yeah. in Hawaii, in Hawaii, yeah. hung out with her, a tourist, long, yeah, long term relationship, beautiful, yeah, beautiful girl, and not a tourist. Not a oh, tourist. she lived there. She was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, I didn't know. but not from there. Right. Yeah. Right. So, she had been and, there and then, but she was from Texas. You guys yeah. moved back here, yeah. lived together for a while, and then you guys just broke up. Yeah. So and and which like I'll say like. Breakups leave you in a super weird spot, right? They leave you going like, Pretty what? Yeah, yeah, what am I, what am I gonna do now? Do you I, know, what do I do? It, because hands? like you, you have so much like tied into this. Like you're, you're like a lot, decent amount of your identity gets tied up into it, yeah. and then you get to go like, well, now who am I? Like, what, what is that? What are you feeling right now? Like, as, as this guy who like everybody who's always gone like, like, dude, he's crazy, and yeah, or yeah, he's yeah. or he's magic, or he's like so. Like something draws you to him, right. you know, and like you have this like special quality about you that like is just like really, uh, it's like charming. Like people, it's endearing. Mm. Even even people that you have like dicked over are like <laughs> are like 
I don't know. I still kind of like him. Oh. You know, like. Oh, well, maybe I guess yeah. if you say so. I mean, you dick me over a couple <laughs> my, times. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, I'll, t- I'll say this: my wife, like you want, you want a spring break with my I, wife I one did. year. I did. And actually. she was not. She was not, not very happy. You said you made fun of her, and it stuck. And <laughs> I'd say 10, 15 years later, it's still stuck. Like yeah. she told me today, like I can't believe he was in my wedding. You know. Um, but hey, I'll say hey, this too. I'll say I this too. You, I went way. home. And I'm sorry. I went home. I went home to grab my computer. For real. I, <laughs> she appreciates that. Liz, I love you. Uh, I went, I went home to grab my computer and she's going like, well, what's Johnny doing? What's going on? What's the whole story? What's he, what's, what's his plans today? Why is he here? What's going on? You know, like, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just that, like all that to say you do, you, you're a little magnetic, bro. You got yeah. a little bit of charm. Yeah. Too. So like, well, so well, like, the, I think a lot of people would, and would be like wondering, like, okay, like, so like, what is Johnny Adams doing? after a breakup, like, does it go like, where's your head at? What, like, what is the recreation process going to end up looking like for you? You think? Yeah. Um, you know, what, what do you like? You may not know that right now, but what no, are you no, like no, juggling no. and tossing up and down? Well, that's what I was going to say is, you know, it's funny. Everyone's asking you, well, Oh, oh where are you, what are you doing? Where are you going? And it's, it's okay to not know. I think, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, ha- I have to be okay with that. Right. You know, I think so many people aren't used to that response either. You know, right. where are you going? What, where, are you, where are you staying right now? And I'm like, well, currently uh, drinking whiskey at a, at a, a table at a podcast. And a what, podcast. What's the address? Right, right. And that's a weird, beautiful, scary place to be. Yeah, yeah. And but but the thing yeah. about it too is it's also super free. Because like I told it like is, I told you is. this earlier today, and I'll say it again because I want to make sure it sticks. It's like there's there's so many people <laughs> that get it. She said. There's, there's so many people that get into the like. Uh, you know, you get married, you have kids and you get a job and you get a house and you start getting all this stuff and you start yeah, amassing yeah. all of it. And like, as somebody that I've been a person that didn't have that, I was, as I was seeing other people that were my age, get it. You're somebody now that has, is seeing that yeah. like, and it, it's, uh, it's so tempting to go like, oh, I should go be, I should be chasing that. Look how old I am. I should be chasing that. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, like everybody that has that is going like, I mean, I'm re- like, I'm really glad I got it. If I, if I, if my, it, like, I would never trade my wife and kids or anything. I'll say this right now. Like I wouldn't trade my wife and kids for anything, but I would never do it again. Right. Like, you right. know, like, it, like, it's just like, you're just going like, like there, you've, you've sacrificed so much freedom and you have all of it now. And there's so many people that are envious of that. And yeah. so I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm saying like, don't forget <laughs> that, yeah. you yeah. know, like, don't forget, like, you know, like you still got to figure out your future and figure out what you want, but like, don't, don't. Mm don't look at somebody's stupid thing that they have or the, or the family that's around them and go like, I should, I, why don't I have one of those yet? Like, yeah, you have, you have something that a lot of other people want. Right. And it's funny. I, this is a classic. The grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here you are. And here I am like, what am I doing wrong? Like what, why am, this is why I left beautiful Hawaii. I pursued love that I thought I was going to marry and it, for whatever reason, didn't work out. And, here I am now feeling completely lost. Like I'm, I'm, I'm 38 years old and here I am traveling North. I literally don't know what I'm doing. What am, what am I doing next month? I don't know. Like my dad, my dad, isn't funny. Our parents, man, I can't even get a phone call. And he's like, so what are you going to do for work? I'm like, dude, I just, I just broke up with my girlfriend. (laughs) I quit my job. I have no friends. <laughs> I just said a deer. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Smashed a deer on my way, by the way, like two days ago. Yeah. In my truck. I think in the like, middle of nowhere, Georgia. Okay. Not the deer we mentioned earlier. It's been two deer in my life now. Great. I think what's obvious though is like you've like I've seen you jump into the unknown so many times. And yeah. then like like so you're no stranger to it. And like I remember when you moved out to Hawaii and somebody's like, Johnny Adams moved to Hawaii. I was like, <laughs> Damn right he did. Like that's the best thing. Like yeah, I kind of uh, that. Like, I guess seeing pictures of you, like you said, you missed it. No, I I miss like hearing that. Oh, you know, like, oh, he moved to Hawaii. He's a legend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legend. No, go on, go yeah. on. Stop, He'd be like posting now. pictures of the truck that he was living in. I'm like, <laughs> he'll figure it out, man. Yeah. Like you'll figure this out too. Yeah. Like it's you know, go buy go buy a Toyota truck and just you know hang out. Yeah, <laughs> just build the. Tr- It'll come. It'll come to you. It'll be a little chilly <laughs> up in the north. One thing I wanted to ask you: Well, we before like we we got super far away from the pot stuff. I don't want to get. What's your mom think of the pot farm? She loves it. Do you smoke with your mom? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Dude, awesome. Totally. And the first time I did it was not that long ago, and it was just so weird. 
I mean, come on. We all kind of grew so, up in the same environment. Right. First time you smoked with your mom was uh, oh, in Hawaii at in the farm? Hawaii. At, on Mother's Day. No, on the beach with another mom. Talk about that Mother's Day, though. Dude. Because we, we all saw the video. Here is the funniest thing. Here we are. We roll up. It's kind of a rainy, drizzly day. I'm with my good buddy and his mom. It's Mother's Day. I have never smoked anything. I've never done anything. I don't think at this point I've drank with my mother. You know, it's 20, I want to say like 13 at this time. Yeah. And I just look at my mom. Uh, I'm rolling up. I'm, we're trying to be secretive behind the tree. And, you know, my, we see our moms. We're like, dude, this is so cool. Our moms like each other. And I, I just was like, dude, we should ask them if they want to blaze. Like, <laughs> what, what worst thing? Like, my mom's on vacation. She has a hard job. She works for the courts. You know, like, let's just do it, man. And I'm like, hey, mom, you want to? And she's like, right here? What if these people see us? And I just took a sheet that we were sitting on and pulled it over all of us. <laughs> me, my buddy, his mom and my mom lit that's the doobie. So, that's and so just, cute. Next thing you know, we are like hot boxing under a blanket on the beach in Hawaii. First time I smoked with my mom. Wild. Kind of cool, right? That's awesome, man. And it was from then on, you know, then we became much more relaxed. I, I think it was maybe that year or the year after that's Massachusetts what legalized that. It. Well, it doesn't even matter. Like the, what it is, man, it's it drugs, alcohol, uh, cursing in front of each other. Like all of those things are like, anytime you're willing to show somebody like, this is not my best and you can see it. It yeah. does so much for relationship building, man. Yeah. And I think that's why we're all so tight. Cause we were all in this point of our lives. We were just like trying stuff, right? Like we were like, it was, we were just throwing parties and like testing our limits. And like, I mean like making us, out with each other's girlfriends. Yeah. Making out oh, with each other's you gotta bring that up, huh? <laughs> oh my God. He punched me. I did. Literally. I think I like, I'll, I'll admit, I think I slapped you. I think I was, I think I totally reached out in that moment when I should have just clocked you. I think I'd slapped you instead. Oh my gosh, Kyle. Well, uh, hey, let, well, well, yeah. no, I mean, like, there's, there's been, there was a lot of like making out. With, there was a lot of good-looking people walking around each other for a long time because, like, we were here in co yeah. in our college town, like five years after you were gone, still going to spring breaks and stuff, dude. Yeah. So, like, we we were that train, yeah, Jeez. dude. It was we had a good one. That's well, how I got my wife. Lucky first time I met my wife was on spring break, and then and then the first time we like really had good like thing a great... it wasn't at the one we were at because oh, she would have been like, this is your friend, right? I know, yeah, we would have you, buddy. I know. It's wild that we you wouldn't have been together. looking at your wife either. That's a story for a different podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Can we do like that part? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we went through 15 years pretty quick, though. Like, what else should we know about living in Hawaii? Like, what? That was a cliff note. Yeah. Cliff note life version. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Do we you skip it again? Book. What? What should we know? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the answer to it? No. No. What about you and you and uh, you and your friend that you moved in with. Yeah, like, I mean, what? that's so interesting, yeah, so right? You, the... live, you were living with a way, dude, 40 years older than you. You're, those, you were your best oh, friends. Yeah. I mean, that was family. So, is that, yeah, like, what's that really, is it like, was Jesse go. Pinkman and Walter White like totally the, like how that was? Like, is that your like best friend dad guy now? Or, or are you like? I will, uh, listen, I will say that if you can get past kind of the differences you have with a lot of people, here's this older guy, grumpy. I didn't really like him. I was, like I said earlier, introvert, extrovert. We couldn't be more different. And in Hawaii, you call it your Hanai. Like, you're my Hanai brother. We're such good friends. We've become family. And he's my Hanai dad. And it's funny, this guy that I didn't want to live with, that I said, oh, one month and I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to be here for more Can than Can I ask you something? Oh, yeah. How was chicks with a 68-year-old dude? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they, I, I, it's funny because you kind of got to set it up, too, before, like, I don't live with my parents or my <laughs> grandfather. So I, so I live with this older guy. But then it's crazy because he is the nicest, softest, like, yeah, it's but, like your grandpa, so but what, like, he, what, like, smokes and drinks and, like, it's cool. He what would girls be, say, though? Like, what would they, what would girls be like? Like, when oh, they, my like, gosh, you your just relationship's so cute. So, like, oh, he's such a sweetheart. It's so cute how you take care. Oh, you guys bicker like a married couple. Everything, dude. And because that, it became this authentic, I'm not staying here to, I'm never leaving here yeah. situation. To, I'm signing you into my will. Wow. And. Oh, wow. 
like you are my family. Yeah. And so I left my two dogs with him. My how cat. Is, how is he with the chicks? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, did you help him with that? I was thinking ChristianTangle.com. I, well, I guess there's, I guess there's two, I guess there's two things that there's two ways to ask that question. What I was asking was like, how was he about you? Like when you would be like, Hey, uh, there's this girl that is, Bring this on. is my friend, Amanda, you yeah. know, but it's like, he's old, right? So you're out there, you're, you're trying to watch a movie, you know, like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And he's just there. It's like, dude, you're falling asleep in the chair. Just, Go, go fall asleep in your room. Right. right. Cause I, it's like date two. Like, I'm not going to be like, Hey, you want to go to my room? Right. Just, all right, weirdo. Yeah. It's time to make out in the movie and not be like, yo, it's not, it's not third date territory yet. Yeah. Yeah. We're not third date. We're second date. And it's like, dude, go to bed. Just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get it. But no, it, it just, uh, it became family, man. And I, I, I think, uh, that's one of the things I miss most about Hawaii is this relationship I have with this. Wow estranged old man who I didn't know from anywhere that has now become what's literally his, my what's family. his, what's his deal like, man? Like, is, is he he's re- happy? He, yes. Yeah, how's he doing right he now? He is so happy, man. Mm-hmm. I, uh, when I left to come pursue this whole mainland situation, I left him with, uh, one of my dog, actually two of my dogs and my cat. Um, my dog had a litter and, yeah. and you know, I kept one, I gave him one. I knew he wanted one. And I never thought I would have left any animals with him. But because he doesn't really have anybody else, and I don't want to say alone because he chooses his life that he's in. He still has a couple friends. But at the end of the day, these animals have kind of changed his life. And what am I going to do? I'm going to leave, and then I'm going to take all the animals with me. So I talk to him every Sunday. Um he is still going to the farm. He's going to the beach every day, taking the puppies on a walk. And it's, it's crazy, dude. Like I miss this dude. Like I miss my family back home. So I think once I go back to mass, I I believe come February, March, Hawaii is going to be back on the radar and just see what happens from there. Yeah. 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 Good luck, buddy. I mean, yeah, dude. I'd love to see you back in Hawaii. I mean, yeah, I, it, yeah, it felt yeah. it felt it good there. I was a chance to come visit me. Yeah, man, yeah. I can't believe dude, I never made dude, it. Out can't be here, super howly when you show up, or you're gonna get us all in trouble. Yeah. Here's my commitment. Here's my commitment to you. When you fly, when you fly back, I'm going right. with you. I'm coming with you for, for sure. And um, whatever's going on, I'll drop it and come. I'm pretty sure I'm coming too. Ladies, wives, I'm just waiting for Ryan to say it. I'm in. Yes. You know what? He yeah. just said it right, but uh, he didn't yeah. watch a single uh, World yeah, Cup game. Yeah, he watched zero yet. World yeah, Cup yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. All well. it took was like, hey, can you not? And he was like, fine. <laughs> I'm just so glad America doesn't have to pretend to love soccer anymore. I mean, I love it, but yeah. nobody else does. You are a legit soccer soccer yeah. fan guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I play. I am yeah. in the league in Austin right now. Well, I can't believe how like, young and healthy you are. It pisses me off. I, I like, just, wake up every day in my back hurts. How many... How many uh, than I just do. He just he just put one thirty five <laughs> up twenty times, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's not at, bad, especially after yeah. twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Let's wrap. Let's wrap. All right, let's wrap it up. Love you, boys. Love you, buddy. My empty glass. Cheers. Coming to you live from where I just learned what a howley was. This was. Aloha. Yeah, aloha, everybody. Aloha, aloha yeah. guys. What a Hawaii episode of Uncut Jams. Yeah, right. uh, we like to say uh, a hooey ho until we meet again, my friends. <laughs>